everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast. I know you all missed Lucas Feast dearly, so luckily we have him back on with us today to discuss lots of interesting fundamentals that we observed this past week. Butter was again in the spotlight as the CME spot market officially hit fresh all-time highs twice. But overall, dairy markets looked pretty supportive this week. Coming off of a longer holiday weekend here in the U.S., we kicked off the shorter week with a highly anticipated global dairy trade auction, and we also got updated U.S. trade figures this week, which once again reached an all-time high for the month of July. Before we get into that new data, we never really got a chance to review the July dairy product production report from the USDA because Lucas was out last week, so let's start there. Lucas, that was a relatively neutral report for cheese, butter, dry weight, and lactose, yet nonfat dry milk and those high-protein ways leaned pretty bearish. Where should we start? Yeah, Alyssa, a few key takeaways here on that dairy products report that came out late Friday afternoon last week as we, of course, went into that holiday weekend. Cheese, not too surprising, up again, yet of course, as expected, cheddar production higher. Uh, that's the, uh, we've seen that a few times this summer after several consecutive months of weaker cheddar output. Mozzarella really strong, up 5% into July. Butter stronger yet again versus prior year, but it really doesn't matter at this time of the year as it's the lowest producing months of the year in butter. Most people in the market are instead looking at demand and those stocks levels as we move into the peak demand period of the year. You mentioned it again, two new record high butter prices this week. Pretty impressive. On the way side of things, trends fairly consistent with what we've seen over the past few months, production higher versus prior year, but stocks pretty steady there. More importantly, I think, was on the higher protein side of things, both WPCs and WPI stocks climbing, WPCs specifically very strong at multi-year highs there, leans a little bit bearish. And then, as you mentioned, of course, on the nonfat and skim side of things, combined production in those products climbing higher versus prior year for the first time since last November. Stocks also continuing their climb higher, eclipsing prior year levels. Both of those are bearish signs there. We've got plenty of product on the supply side and stocks higher as well. Yeah, those inventory levels were a bit shocking. I appreciate that roundup, Lucas. Moving on to that highly anticipated global dairy trade auction. Wow. After a 29% downward correction on the average winning price over the past five months, that start to December looked pretty strong with most products coming in within or surpassing market expectations across almost every commodity except Fonterra skim milk powder, which pretty much disappointed. Buyers within the skim milk powder space are combating stronger availability of skim milk powder within Oceania, as well as historically high nonfat dry milk stocks in the U.S., which we just discussed. In addition to growing concerns about drying capabilities within Europe into Q4 due to the existing energy crisis, cutting into manufacturer margins. Prices did move higher, but at a slower pace than SGX traders were expecting. But probably the most interesting yet concerning data point was the fact that North Asia, which is typically representative of Chinese demand, their market share was the lowest since March 2020, and we know what was going on then. 
Heading into this event and throughout much of 2022, the biggest uncertainty has really been that Chinese demand situation. And most recently, there's been multiple cities again that are on lockdown because of these renewed COVID-19 fears, which it doesn't seem to have an end in sight here within China. Yeah, pretty crazy to watch all the news that continues to come out of there. I think the only other thing to add, Alyssa, is uh, on alternatively, purchases from Southeast Asia and the Middle East were quite strong as those regions take advantage of that less aggressive bid from China. Both of those regions really kind of propelling the gains that we saw. While whole milk powder did increase, prices remain well below the first half average this year. As a result, buyers outside of China, as I mentioned, stepping in to take advantage of what has become quite the value buy there. Right, exactly. While prices have backed off recently, these are still historically high levels, which makes it even more interesting to see Southeast Asia and the Middle East continuing to bid up product. And that could be said for fat markets as well. Yeah, shifting back domestically, I think the only other big piece of information that we got this week was U.S. dairy export and import data. Uh, This again, of course, for the month of July. Total cheese shipments, uh, yet again, higher. It was the 13th consecutive month there that we saw cheese shipments higher versus prior year. Uh, Butter, very strong as well, uh, up 77% versus one year ago, 13 million pounds leaving the U.S. Of course, just a drop in the bucket compared to uh, what we use here domestically, but still impactful here as we hit record high prices at the CME. On the way side of things, um, kind of impressive there, eclipsing prior year levels. Uh, Yet again, we're finally shifting back to kind of more uh, achievable, let's call it, prior year data points there as Chinese demand started to waver into the back half of 2021. Ultimately, and no surprise, nonfat dry milk struggling against last year's record levels. But overall, uh, looking to these uh, some of these categories that remain in the green, yet another uh, record high month. We saw a record high July, and it's been six consecutive months now that we've achieved or I guess shattered those records, certainly setting us up to be another record year. Very impressive considering all the headaches within the U.S. supply chain. All right, that does it for this week. We hope you enjoyed our quick and informative weekly dairy market update. Great to have you back, Lucas, and hope everyone has a great reset this weekend. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Thank you.